Hi everyone, welcome back to the Colorful Plates Podcast, your weekly source for what's happening in the produce and food service worlds. Today's Chef Feature Podcast consists of our full interview with the melon master himself, Chef Jason Hernandez, owner of Blade and Tan Chef Consulting Business and consultant for the Watermelon Board. Chef Jason chatted with us about his love of cooking, how he became a chef consultant, and the many different applications of watermelon. Let's all take a listen. Talk a little bit about your culinary background. When did you start and why did you get into the field? Yeah, my first culinary job was when I was 15. Um, I worked at a buffet as a dishwasher and it was kind of one of those things just to kind of have my first job, kind of get into the restaurant world and really kind of see what it was about. And kind of Mm -hmm. growing up, it was one of those things where, you know, I was like, well, I don't know if I want to work in restaurants, but then kind of getting into it, it was one of those things where. I always wanted to make sure my mom didn't have to worry about me getting a meal. So always working in restaurants, uh, you always got a free meal. So that was yeah. kind of the benefit of, of working at a restaurant is easy to uh, get that first free meal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then what, what led you, where did you go after that? Like, what was your journey to where you are? I mean, going through it, uh, I, I bounced around a little bit. You know, I've had some early great success, you know, going from, you know, small restaurant chains to kind of the corporate chains. Um, I was in Colorado and being able to, to work with kind of a pizza and beer chain was kind of my first uh, step into kind of management as far as running kitchens and operations. Uh, by 21, I was working downtown Denver at a brew house. Um, it was one of kind of the first breweries in downtown Denver. And I got hired on as the uh, executive banquet chef and kind of ran private parties, uh, independent cooking, specials, daily features. And it was fantastic at 21, working downtown Denver, you know, is is one of those exciting places to be and work. And really, that's kind of where my culinary took off um, as far as, you know, innovation and inspiration and really kind of, you know, creating food every single day. So it's really cool to be doing that at 21. You know, uh, I was not formally trained, not formally educated, Mm -hmm. kind of self-taught school of hard knocks of kind of growing up, uh, just kind of learning from from others. And, you know, when I was working downtown, I used to uh, hire interns uh, to come work for me. And during their, you know, schooling and all that, I would take their books and kind of read their books and kind of get that informal uh, education from them. Oh, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty exciting. So yeah, after that, you know, I kind of went more into the the corporate route and kind of the corporate world of restaurants. Um, I joined a company in 2006 that was kind of a pizza and beer concept. Um, when I started with them, there was 49 restaurants. When I left, there was 185. Mm, wow. And from there, I was able to be, you know, an executive kitchen manager, kind of went up the ranks. I was a regional kitchen operations manager. Uh, then my last four years with them, I was able to go into uh, the test kitchen and became, you know, director of culinary uh, for that group. Oh, so awesome. kind of see o- overseeing all food, innovation, testing, uh, ideation yeah. and kind of rollouts with with food alone. So it was it was, it was fantastic. It was a great experience. Awesome. Um, so then what. So what led you to become a consultant? What, what would your re, what's your full title? What, what would you call yourself? Uh, just a chef consultant. Chef consultant. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, you know, kind of going into, into this world was kind of something that, you know, I've been looking at for a long time and kind of, you know, it was kind of just timing was right. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to, you know, take what I've learned in, in all these concepts. So, I mean, I have over 25 years in restaurants yeah. and, you know, white tablecloth, um, out in Indianapolis, you know, to LA based, you know, restaurant concepts that are up and coming to, 
you know, the corporate chains, you know, over 185 restaurants. So really taking all the the concepts that I've worked with and, and just the great people I've met along the way and just the connections and networking, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, we're super excited to start this company and be able to, you know, help others, you know, mm-hmm. get excited about food and, and help people design restaurants and design menus and help train. And, you know, that, that was the whole becoming of what our consulting company became, you know, my wife and myself, mm-hmm. you know, started this company and between the two of us, 50 years of, of restaurants, Wow. you know, and there's not, not a lot of people that, that can have that. Yeah. And, you know, so we, it was just that time for us to just be like, you know what, let's, let's just, you know, dangle our feet over the edge a little bit and go for it. And, you know, we've had some great success and, you know, kind of really getting into the beginning of this and meeting some, some great partners and working with some great band, brands and being able to, to partner with them as well. Yeah, definitely. Well, you guys, I mean, it seems like you have a very wide range of knowledge when it comes to everything culinary. So I guess it would, it would make sense that you would be a consultant. That's right. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that would make total sense. Um, okay. Right. So let's talk about what you do. So I'm going to transition into the watermelon sure. board and kind of what you okay. do for them. So talk about your Absolutely. relationship with the watermelon board and what you do and, and just kind of what that process is. Yeah. So for the watermelon board, it's been a great kind of uh, introduction over the last few months and really kind of coming on board and being able to work with them and, you know, just see alone, you know, I've worked with watermelon plenty before, but just being able to see the versatility of it and what watermelon is able to do, mm-hmm. you know, and I think being able to get more hands-on with it and being able to to work with the watermelon board uh, has been great. It's been uh, exciting. It's been challenging. I think, you know, like you said, you know, being able to bring my ideas from restaurants and innovation into seeing what else we can do with watermelon is fantastic. Yeah. You know, being able to see that national chains, you know, colleges, universities, everybody uses watermelon and just being able to see that within menus, you know, I mean, just watermelon alone growing 54% on menus in the last four years, you wow. know, being able to be a part of that yeah. is is amazing, you know, being able to kind of be able to take my knowledge and, you know, my my working with, with food and restaurants and, you know, having restaurant chains and uh, the watermelon board be able to, you know, kind of facilitate on both sides of that, you know, coming from the, yes, this will work in restaurants and, you know, yes, watermelon is, you know, just delicious, yeah. you know, so, so how do you get, how do you get past that? You know, I think it's one of those things where, you know, putting those two together is just really kind of a great bond. Yeah. So then what is your process for coming up with new recipes when you, you're not restricted, but you, you have to find a recipe for one specific commodity. So watermelon, how do you go about finding what works with it and what doesn't work with it? I think, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to be able to play with food. I think that's, that's probably one of the best things about what what we do now. I think understanding watermelon and being able to know that, you know, its closest cousin is the cucumber, Mm. you know, so being able to go and go, okay, like what pairs well with a cucumber? Is that, you know, a beverage, a cocktail, a a salad, you know, I think, you know, kind of breaking free of what, you know, traditional, what, what, what you normally see is watermelon being, you know, sliced and diced and served, you know, or put into a feta, feta watermelon salad. That's all good and delicious, but I think, you know, what, what we're trying to do now is really take that to the next level and being able to utilize the full watermelon, you know, not just the flesh, which everybody loves, but being able to take the rind and make that into, you know, a kimchi or be able to turn that into, you know, different types of pickling. You know, I have, I have 
more pickled watermelon in my refrigerator right now than I've ever had in my life. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, a week old, it's two weeks old, it's, you know, a Thai inspired, it's a Korean inspired, it's a uh, dill pickle that, that we've been working on for the last couple of weeks. You know, so there's a lot of different uses for watermelon itself. So, you know, when, when you talk about inspiration, it's sky's the limit. You know, yeah. we've been grilling watermelon, we've been doing it inside of, you know, stir fries, you know, it's, it's every bit versatile as, as you can see. And really with kind of the plant forward and the plant movement, you know, watermelon is, you know, like I said, delicious, you know, mm -hmm. being 92% water, you know, it's a great hydrator, you know, but it's also, you know, great to season it and grill it and put it on, you know, a salad in substitution of maybe a steak, you know, being able to, to blend it down and use that into a cocktail or compress it and being able to, to use that, you know, as a, as a different flavor. Yeah. Um, We've been, we've been playing with a, a, a pokey recipe over the last few months, and we've gotten some fantastic feedback. I have it. It's about 80, 20 percent, you know, of, of the watermelon, you know, and it's delicious. Yeah, I actually, um, you guys were at PMA, and I actually ate that right. on Saturday, and it was amazing. I was like, oh my god, wow, this is right. Did so you like it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> kind of crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, it is, you know, and just being able to to take those flavors and, you know, looking at it, you know, taking that that bite, you know, you probably looked at it and go, okay, how, how many pieces of watermelon, how many pieces of tuna, you yeah. know, but, you know, you you take the bite and, and you get, you know, that texture, you know, you get the the flavors, you get the, you know, the punch of the, you know, aioli and the, the mustard seeds, you know, all that stuff is just, you know, reminding you of what a poke bowl tastes like. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, but you can be completely vegetarian. You can be vegan. You can be a meat eater and love all components of that. Yeah, definitely. So where do you think the watermelon trend is going? Like, do you, do you see any specific direction, um, anything interesting about watermelon that it, I mean, is it an up and coming commodity? Will we see more of it? Um, just kind of along those lines. Yeah, I think everybody's going to see more of it. I think, you know, most consumers think watermelon is kind of that spring, summer, you know, item that you're going to get, you know, that, you know, that, you know, 95 degrees outside, anybody slice the watermelon, anybody's going to be happy. But knowing that watermelon is available year round, you know, you're going to start seeing this more instead of just a sweet application or just kind of a, you know, side and sliced and diced maybe on a buffet, but this is going to start becoming more center of plate. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot more savory functions that can be utilized through watermelon. Yeah. And I think more that consumers see this and try this in, in different aspects, they're going to be able to see that, you know, and, and really, like you said, your, your bite that you had at PMA, you know, it was kind of like, huh, okay, could you eat pokey year round? Well, of course, all, all of us could, you yeah. know, and there's more pokey restaurants probably opening up in, in the country than, than most other type of restaurants, but you know, being able to see that versatility year round and being able to just explore that even more. Yeah. You know, we've done a, a seared, you know, kind of sashimi style, you know, and it looks and tastes just like, you know, like you're eating sushi, you know, but, it, but it's watermelon. Crazy. That's really, really great. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and, you know, it, it's, it's fun and being able to do, like I said, just being able to add that to, you know, different types of, you know, day parts, you know, you can add it to breakfast, you can add it to salads, appetizers, you know, it's, it's really wide open and, and versatile. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So what you did talk about the watermelon poke, but do you have another favorite recipe that you've created with water, watermelon and why? 
Yeah, the other one that I really enjoy um, is a roasted watermelon and jackfruit taco um, mm. that we did up at um, uh, Food Ovation. And that was really kind of the first time that we kind of put that out there. Uh, we'll be showcasing that again uh, coming up in another uh, few events here. Uh, but it's, you know, taking that and using grilled watermelon, uh, being able to use like a jalapeno uh, or sorry, a habanero slaw, mm -hmm. a little bit of roasted smoked jackfruit, and then we put it inside of a jicama tortilla. So wow. it's completely clean. It's low calorie. It is basically like eating a carnitas taco. Wow. But with watermelon and jackfruit. And that it is delicious. Is insane. That's yeah. really, it, 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 really creative. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's fun. It's delicious. You know, you, you don't miss the, you know, the uh, carnitas with having the jackfruit. You love the smoky roastedness of the watermelon. And really with the, the jicama tortilla, I mean, it's, it's got the texture, the color of what a corn tortilla would. Wow. But it's it's clean it's you know it's then overall it's delicious yeah that's very cool awesome so what advice would you give chefs to stay inspired i think inspiration is comes from a lot of different places you know i think you know any any tv show you watch or any you know magazine you pick up anybody can be inspired in different ways i think mm -hmm. for inspiration is to continue to have fun with food you know and i think i think you know, being able to play in different areas, you know, and when I say play, I mean, you know, really kind of discover different ways of using items, you know, like we yeah. have with watermelon, you know, being able to take that to a different level, you know, and try it. I think the biggest thing is to stay inspired is don't be afraid, you know, mm -hmm. really kind of go outside of the box and, and, you know, keep self-inspiring, keep learning, you know, always have, you know, a book with you, always have, you know, some sort of publication or something that you're, you know, looking at or reading or, or getting inspiration through others because look a lot of food has already been done you know mm -hmm. and if you read cookbooks you know from you know the late 1800s to early 1900s you know a lot of these things were done they're just done in different ways and maybe not called the way that we call them today yeah so that's inspiration you know getting out and and trying new food tasting new food um you know my wife and i just got back from a three-week trip across the country just eating in different restaurants you know 12 states four thousand miles in a car four airplanes just to eat and continue that inspiration you know so it yeah it's never ending you know and I, I think you know people get inspiration from different places so i think being able to you know take that in and absorb it and you know kind of being able to turn that back around and apply it thank you to chef jason for taking the time to speak with us and thank you all for tuning in check out some watermelon recipes at colorfulplates.co remember to subscribe on itunes or google play and as always Stay fresh.